Welcome to Boost Power Podcast. Inspiration, insights, and ideas for your business and your journey. so much power, you have so much choice, and you get to meet people and learn things and make decisions that make your life super great. And today on the show, we have a veritable plethora. I know that's a big word, right? A veritable plethora of stories coming to you from some amazing students at one of my favorite places on earth, Metropolitan State University in Denver, Colorado. The head of this amazing organization, Leslie Merrill Schmidt, is going to start us off by talking a little bit about why we are here, and then you get to meet real live students in action on Boost Power Podcast. Leslie, welcome to Boost. Hi, thank you for having me. I am one of the co-directors of the dance program here, and our dance program is really distinctive in its versatility. It's highly collaborative. We actually have this amazing partnership with Cleo Parker Robinson Dance, who has been an amazing force in the Denver community for over 50 years. They're known around the world, and in our program, CPRD, they're also known as for short, their mission of social transformation through dance comes together with Metropolitan State University of Denver's academic rigor and focus on real-world experience. And so these things come together in an exciting way. And this partnership really gives students opportunities for experiential learning, research, community engagement, collaborative exchange, and a whole bunch of different artistic experiences. So we work really closely with CPRD staff and faculty to develop projects and collaborations that provide a lot of hands-on learning experiences. And one of the ways that we accomplish this is through service learning projects. This is a central part of our partnership, and it's one of the ways that students get experience and prepare for their careers. So this semester, one of the courses that I'm teaching is called Skills and Methods of Teaching Dance Technique. And it's engaged, this class is engaged in a service learning project with Cleo Parker Robinson Dance, where each student is paired with one of the CPRD teaching artists. And they've been shadowing and assisting them throughout the semester with different classes, different dance styles, ages, skill levels, in order to get hands-on experience with teaching and leadership in a real-world setting. So I'm super excited. As you said, we have a plethora of students here. Veritable plethora. Yes, a veritable plethora. Sorry. So I just thought I worked that. That's going to become part of my working vocabulary. Um, And so these students are going to share some of their experiences with you. It's an amazing group. One of them, um, Nohea Rufo, is actually completing a dance pedagogy field experience this semester. And as part of that, she's been assisting multiple CPRD teaching artists with their classes in order to get more experience. And she's also helped to organize this whole service learning project. shout out to Nahea for all of her work. Um, It's been really great to work with her and the CPRD Academy managers, Victoria Shedd and Shawnee DeChristopher, another shout out. She's actually an alumni of our program. Super proud of her. And so we've worked together to collaborate on this service learning experience. So with that, I'll go ahead and hand it over to the students to share some of their experiences. Okay. So, so for all of you, it's like, what was that? There was so much information. I I will uh, give you a recap. Leslie is a veteran. You're like, haven't I heard Leslie on Boost Power podcast before? Yes, because we have been on this campus again showcasing this Cleo Parker Robinson partnership. Uh, She was a Women Who Rock Award winner for the Camp Experience Network, an amazing dancer, but more than that, a mentor to an entire generation, multiple generations of dance. 
uh, super lucky that we have her in Denver, Colorado, and her fantastic son is now leading some of that charge, and that was part of our first podcast. So now we're back and meeting the students. And so um, we've already talked about you in front of you, Mahaya. So um, introduce yourself, and, uh, and let's let everybody hear a little bit about you and dance. Hi, my name is Nohea Rufo. Um, a little bit about how I found dance is actually quite funny. Uh, apparently, I've been dancing since I was little and I didn't know it, even though I would literally go to the grocery store and follow my face everywhere. But everyone, everyone was like, oh, my God, a little cute Asian girl like, would pick me up. And I didn't get into dance until middle school where I randomly just chose to join a dance club. And I was very amazed because an award I got towards the end of that year was that I was the most improved dancer who was able to like improve quickly. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. So I do, I grew into that and took it on in high school. I joined modern and ballet. And then what got me to Metro, because I'm originally from Hawaii, um, the island of Oahu. So I got a random email from MSU saying I was able to um, skip the like SAT scores and the recommendations, and I was able to get a two-week notice. So I took it up. I got in after two weeks of um, applying, and then here I am. So oh, I love that story. That's so good. Well, I just got back from Hawaii, and I was asking you if you would consider teaching me hula because I fell in love with spiritual hula. It's so good for you, and you. I'm talking to a room full of dancers who know how good dance is. But um, I'm a 61-year-old, not very big dancer, um, but I'd love to get back into that. So when you start your hula business, I'm going to be your first private client, just saying, as an aside. So tell us a little bit about your hands-on experience. Well, first, thank you for organizing this project with Ms. Leslie. Um, I know that's a lot of work, but it's also great experience. But what was your physical experiences with this? Okay. Um, I really have to thank Leslie for giving me this opportunity because she's one who, when I had a meeting with her, she talked about the potential things that I could do because I am interested in teaching. Do I believe I have the skills that I want yet? Not necessarily. So doing the um, partnership with CPRD was so nice because the atmosphere, because I've done this um, prior, and it was just a different atmosphere. It gave not the same vibes as CPRD did. A lot of the instructors from the get-go were just so nice. Um, Shawnee, I was very close working with her. She was just very nice with the process, and I would always be in communication with her when our students wouldn't be able to, like, make it to one of the classes. They'd be like, no problem, and just, like, be totally fine with it, which is so refreshing, especially since when you go into a teaching experience field, especially with, like, the teachers, it's not easy because you're not in an environment that you're used to. So just being thrown into it from the get-go is kind of difficult, especially since you're gaining the abilities you want in order to teach a class which is not easy whatsoever. But I did do two classes. I did one beginner teen adult ballet. That was very fun. Um, the instructor, she was so nice to me from the get-go. She's like, oh, if you want to teach at all, just let me know. We can fig figure something out. The same with my second teacher as well. But the second class was a beginner ballet for children seven and up and it was like an intermediate to advanced ballet class. So I had different age groups to kind of like way against each other. So it was interesting to compare between like the teaching styles with the teachers and just see like which would be appropriate for the ages of seven and up versus being for a teen adult, even though they're also different skill level. And one big thing that I learned is that within CPRD, they have drop-in classes where you can just 
go in, if you feel like dancing, just go in and take the class that you want to. So every day that they have class, it would be a different attendance role. So you would have new people who probably just got back into dance or they haven't danced before. So it's just getting the feel for the classroom more type of way. But yeah, great. Okay, so, and then to conclude, because we have so many great students to talk to today, if you have one word that you could say that is what dance means to you, what would be your word? Grounding. Grounding. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, we're so happy to meet you. Thank you so much for Thank doing you. this whole program and being a help to that. We're going to get our next student on deck. Uh, you know, what I I just was saying this the other day to my daughter who goes to college, and she's like, Mom, there was this big project, and I had to take the leadership role, and I had to organize the whole group, and I'm like, Sarah, that is so good, because learning to organize the group is another skill you're getting besides learning about. Um, she's in, in fashion design and textiles, so rocking it over in Milan. So, okay, we have our next victim. I mean, student. Uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself. Get the mic a little closer. There you go. Hello, my name is Vivica Stewart. And what brought me to dance really is I've been dancing, like, you know, on the side my whole life. But I went to a low-income school down in Colorado Springs, and they offered dance as one of our classes instead of PE. And that's what really got me into dance. Awesome. And like, so, so what kind of dance? I mean, just in, you were grade school, you were high school. I mean, what, what was it that made you decide this is something you really lit you up and got you excited? Um, I've always been really into dance. My uncle um, is a dancer as well. So I had like some influence from him growing up and one of my cousins. And then once I got to high school and I actually had the dance class as a class, um, that's when it really started to change for me. And then we have a Thescon, which is uh, a festival that's happening now where kids get to like go and audition for schools for um, either dance, acting, musical theater. It's a whole bunch of stuff. And I just happened to audition there and I found a school that I really liked. Yay. And then tell us about your hands-on experience here with the MSU Denver Dance Program. Um, so I am a transfer student. So this is my first semester here. And being in the hands-on dance class, like the teaching class, was honestly so much fun for me. Um, one of the things I really looked forward to coming to the school was the connections that I was going to make. So working with Gail Parker Robinson, I've gotten to network with all their teachers and just get to know the community a little bit more. Great, great. Okay, and if there's one word that kind of sums up what dance means to you in your life, no answer is a wrong answer. What would, their, what would your big word be? Um, invigorating. Good. Well, thanks so much for being on Boost Power Podcast today. Thank you. Yes. We will get our next student. You know, I, it's so fun to be around young, on fire people doing what they love. Um, I'm a graduate of Purdue University many, many years before most of these children were born. Um, I digress. But I still love being around the youth, the enthusiasm, it's such a wonderful place here, like the issue, gender, where everybody is living a You are listening to Boost Power Podcast with your host, Betsy Weersma. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, women who amplify their voices and are committed to inspiring all people with podcasts on purpose. 
enjoy these true stories and proven business tips for your business and your life. Now, back to Boost. Hi, I'm Mariah Ellis. Um, So I actually grew up in Austin, Texas until I was 16 and moved to Colorado. Um, Just growing up, I played soccer my whole life and still currently do play that. But I've always loved dance. I just danced as a little kid, just like listening to music and dancing around. Um, And then I got to high school in Texas and I was a freshman. And just growing up, I had an older brother and sister that were in band and I always went to like the football games to watch them march um, on the field. And I always saw the dance team, always dancing on the field. And just as a little kid, I always thought that was so cool. Like, hey, I'm going to do that someday. And then, um, yeah, when I was a freshman in high school, I tried out for the dance team. And that's where my whole dance career started. Um, then I did move to Colorado and um, joined a dance team here. We call it Palms here. It's a little bit different. So we did all kinds of dance, like jazz, palm, hip-hop, all the good stuff. Um, But yeah. And then what brought you to MSU Denver? So um, I've just always wanted to go to a smaller school just because I like the smaller class environment better, get to know people, um, just make it a little bit more personable. Um, and I actually didn't know they had any dance majors or minors here. Um, so once I found out there's a dance minor available, I decided to join. And then tell us about your experience in the community. So, um, I honestly never really saw myself teaching dance just because I struggled to have some confidence in myself and, um, being knowledgeable enough to teach to others. Um, Just because I am still so new to dance, I've been doing it for like six years. Um, If I did grow up doing dance most of my life, I feel like I would have had a little bit more confidence in it. But just taking this class, it was really fun to get to know how the environment is. And the class I was paired up with, um, the teacher, her name is Jasmine. She was so wonderful and really fun, very sweet. Um, It was a children's modern class. It was just so fun. And I've actually never really... Um, learned about modern most of my life. So it's actually really cool and kind of like an experience for me to learn about modern a little bit more. Um, and all of the kids were really sweet too. I've always loved kids like growing up. Um, so yeah, it was just really fun to be able to get to learn about it and um, really improve myself and maybe teach someday to little kiddos. Yeah, see, it opened up that whole teaching opportunity for you by experiencing that. All right, what is your one word that describes what dance means to you? Um, I'd just say expression. Expression. Awesome. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on Boost Power Podcast today. We love hearing your story. Um, I don't know enough about all the different kinds of dance. And I tell you, now I want to go take classes from you guys so I can learn about them. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, modern, that might be fun. Um, yeah, you know. Except I'm kind of excited about that hula thing. So I digress. Back to the hula <laughs> thing. No pressure. Okay, Nahia. No pressure. Um, all right. Introduce yourself. Hello. My name is Elizabeth Helsel, and I'm also a dancer here at MSU. Um, gosh, I've been dancing my whole life. I have – it was started when I was really little. I had so much energy. I was such a runner. My mom didn't know what to do with me. She would have kept me on a leash if she could, but – 
eventually one day I saw Ballet Nutcracker on TV and that's when my my heart decided that's what I wanted to do. So from then on, I told my mom I want to be a dancer and she's like, that's the perfect place to put your energy. So we got me put into some local dance classes and I've been moving ever since. So how old were you when you started your first class? Seven years old. Seven. So if you like some of the classes, some of the ladies mm-hmm. in this room have got to teach. That's the age I'm actually teaching at CPRD. These girls are so cute, so amazing. They have such wonderful and loving personalities and so much energy. It's so beautiful to see that energy brought to dance at such a young age, especially with the history behind some dance. There's so much rigidness. So to see that free quality and that free flow of expression, it's really beautiful. Now, how did you find MSU Denver to be the place where you came to school? It was actually recommended to me through another student. My oldest sister had a friend that used this program and came here and interacted. And she said it was really great, loved the people, and I love personal settings as well. And it it just feels more like a community. And I think that's really important when you're moving together and creating together and dancing together. So what is your dream job? After you get your great MSA education, you've had your community, you know, exposure and all lots of hands-on learning. If you could just pick anything you wanted, what would it be? I'd love to be able to just create with a group of like-minded people, you know, move into a space where we can all share amazing ideas together. Because I think teaching little kids and versus adults, you see that there's a quality that children have that adults tend to put into a box because they have like so much self-doubt. But these kids, they're able to express themselves without any self-judgment. And I think that's really something to strive for in all of your life. You should never have to start judging the way you're moving. It should always be about how comfortable you are and how it feels within you and heals your body and your soul. So, wow. Okay. What is your one word that describes dance? Dance is life, guys. Dance, dance is, life. is life. I think the whole room says amen to dance amen. is life. We got the crowd goes wild on that one. Our next guest. Hi, my name is Susie, um, and I'm a student at MSU Denver. What's your last name, Susie? Oh, Susie Grishpole. Okay. You know, this is you know also media training. So as you guys get to be super famous, you know, and you have to talk to the press. So I'm just giving you a little early media training for your great career ahead. So great. Well, tell us a little bit about how you found MSU Denver and a little bit about you know dance and you. Sure. Um, So, yeah, like some other folks have said, I also grew up dancing. Um, I think my mom says I was dancing in the womb. That's probably accurate. Dancing in the womb. Yeah. Listening, dancing in the womb. Any of you who are carrying a baby dancing in the womb, you know how that feels. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And uh, I grew up doing some formal dance training, but to be honest, I found uh, the environment pretty body negative. And as a fat person. I just really struggled with that. Um, But I was part of the MTV generation back when MTV did have music videos. And I learned a lot from rewatching dance videos that I had recorded on VHS tape. There you go. (laughs) Um, So I was always just trying to find some way to dance, even if it wasn't in a formal institutional setting. Great, great. Okay. And then how'd you get to MSU Denver? Yeah, so um, I'm a returning student. Um, I, I'm in my mid-30s, and I 
just kind of had a moment during the pandemic where I was like not happy. I realized that I was not happy with my current career track, which is like desk job, very disembodied. And I realized that I kind of wanted to become the dance teacher that I wish I had had when I was younger. Um, I wanted to be, I, I want to be, you know, the queer, um, chubby, like weirdo dance teacher that, you know, gives kids that message or other adults. I'm open to whoever I want to teach, but um, gives, gives folks that message that you can just show up and dance just as you are. As you are. And all you need to do to be a dancer is dance. Yeah, there you go. And what was your experience in your hands-on community experience with the program? Yeah, so um, I've been helping out with a teen adult uh, beginning modern class, and that's been really great. Um, I think, you know, part of the reason I came to the program here um, was because I was really interested in the methodology that the MSU Denver dance program takes with service learning and just going in there and doing it, but having the structure and support system to, um, yeah, answer questions, back you up, you know, um, help you <laughs> navigate the space. Um, and I'd say overall, it's been a positive experience. Um, one of the things I've been kind of curious about is what dance teaching looks like in different environments. And so having that experience at Clio's has been cool, seeing what it's like in a studio setting. I've also been kind of doing some outreach in the community to work with like local rec centers, recreation centers, and um, just like more like ad hoc programs, K through 12 programs, um, just to feel the world out and see, you know, what feels like a good fit age-wise, style-wise, and also like context. Yay. Well, that, that's such a great story. Okay, so then this is the question you know because we've done this already. Um, what is the word that describes dance for you? Liberation. Liberation. Okay, great story. Thank you so much for being on Boost. Again, what I love is seeing that dance and movement is for everybody. Um, age doesn't matter. Any, any label doesn't matter because movement is movement and that's uh, breath, I know, is so important in dance, and breath and God. I study a lot about your breath and God and um, the spirituality of breathing and, and really moving. So um, I feel like I like you guys. I just want to be dancing with you. Um, okay, we have another student. Please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Haley Anderson. I am a huge theater kid, and so originally that's where I started. I was seeing shows by the time that I was five, and I remember going to my aunt's show for something and the dancing that she put on stage really fascinated me and I was like I want to do that one day I want to be able to do these things to my level and so from there I really started taking the arts more seriously in terms of my training and um, I didn't really get back into dance until I was a junior in high school and it was a really not so great experience um, to go through, which was hard, especially since I love it so much. But everything in high school, as a uh, yeah, school everything like, in high school is not the best. Year, so I'm not sure you're the only person that had that. Bad. No, no. Um, and then after high school, I went 
to a community college in Wyoming for two years to earn my associates in musical theater performance. I've studied all sorts of styles of dance, um, but that theme of never really feeling like it's been a home really came from that until I got to MSU Denver. And I picked MSU Denver because of the community on campus that I saw and has experienced, and I felt that it would be a very welcoming environment, and it has, and I'm super grateful for MSU Denver to provide that, which, yay. <laughs> yay, and yay to MSU Denver, this is always how I end almost every sentence, especially on this podcast. <laughs> so what was your experience working in the community? Working with Cleo Parker Robinson Dance was a challenge for me. I am a very timid or standoffish kind of person. I like to observe a lot of things before I make the decision of if I feel comfortable or not. And it was so welcoming and so nice to experience. I personally would never want to teach after this, but that is me because I just I don't feel comfortable in that kind of aspect. But it definitely taught me things about leadership that I wasn't expecting of knowing that it's okay to make mistakes, knowing that it's okay to be who you are without fear of judgment, which was really liberating. For your whole life, mm-hmm. <laughs> not only for dance, mm-hmm. speaking as someone who needs to discover that all the time. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And what is your big one word that you would describe that describes dance for you? Freedom. 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 Okay, that's an old song. All right, we have one last guest. She's been quite the audience member. You heard those gaffing laughs in the background. We can't wait to meet. Now you guys can all laugh and make fun of her while she's up here. So she was giving it out for the rest of you all. Okay, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jasmine Valencia. I didn't grow up dancing. I was a gymnast for 15 years. Um, I did a little bit of dance like here and there, like I took a hip-hop class at CPRD when I was, like, six years old. Wow, so, so you were one of the people that's in the classes you guys were teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in middle school, I, like, wanted to dance more. And um, I went to Denver School of the Arts here in Denver. And um, I was an orchestra major, and I so badly wanted to be a dance major, but, like, wasn't quite good enough to be a dance major. So um, after middle school, I kind of didn't dance for a while. I was more focused on my gymnastics stuff. And um, I chose MSU Denver because it's more affordable than a lot of the colleges out there. Um, My mom and my aunt are alumni, so they're familiar with the campus. And so it just felt like a comfortable place to come. Um, And actually coming in, I was going to be a vocal music major, but um, and I didn't know that there was a dance major. And so when I found that, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's finally my time to be a dance major. Yeah, well, for those of people listening around the world, it is really hard to get into the Denver School of Performing Arts um, for grade school. And it goes through high school, right? Yeah. Yeah, because my daughter was a theater kid who wasn't the star of everything. And it would have been super hard for her to get in there. But my other friend's daughter is a ballerina dancer and did get in there. Um, Yeah. Um, Stella Wolf, she might have been there when you were there. Well, let's see, she's over in Europe now dancing and still in um, high school. So anyway, but I'm very familiar with that. So shout out to you. That's a big deal. Thank you. Yeah. So what was your experience when you got to do your hands-on community stuff? Um, My experience was, it was very positive. My 
teacher that I'm shadowing is actually someone that I take class from through my classes at MSU Denver. So um, I, like, got to see, like, both sides, like, taking class from him as well as just observing how he teaches. Um, And I had advanced ballet for children 7 plus. So the stuff they're doing is actually like pretty difficult for that age range. And a lot of the kiddos in the class, they're in the training track at Cleo Parker Robinson Dance. So they're, they're consistently and they're really dedicated to the whole thing. Yeah, that's cool. I think dedication would be a word I would describe for all of you to be in a dance major. Okay, what is your word? What is your word that sums it up? Um, if I had to describe dance, it would be fun. Fun! Yay! That's a perfect one. Okay, I think we've got everyone. Thank you for the great job for all the students really sharing their heart and really giving us some insight of what's real, right? Um, kids doing their best in the world, doing something they love, and having the community opportunity to get out there and get some hands-on actual experience. Okay, Leslie, bring us home. What is... What is your word that describes dance for you? I think for me, the word I would use is home. Um, Dance is home for me, but also just that experience of being at home in your body. And so that's something that I try to cultivate in students and in myself. And um, yeah, feels like home to me and has for a very long time. Well, Leslie's doing a lot of other really cool things with dance. We're going to have her back in the podcast next year uh, because I just want to dive a little deeper into the role of dance. So Uh, Leslie, how can people find out more about MSU Denver and the dance program? Yeah, so please check out our website at msudenver.edu slash theater dash dance for all of our events and collaborations that we have going on. And I just want to give a shout out to these amazing students. I'm sure you could hear how passionate they are. They're so talented. They inspire me every day with their their talents and their curiosity and creativity and their hearts. Um, So I'm really glad that they got to share their experiences today. Um, And I also really wanted to give a shout out to CPRD for making this project possible for us. Um, The fact that they open up their space and allow our students to come in and get these hands-on learning experiences, we hope is beneficial to their organization as well, but obviously it's a really great learning experience for our students. Awesome. We're so happy to actually be on campus again. We love that. Thank you again to the fantastic talent we had today. This is just the start of your media career. And so please talk to me when you're super famous and I come to interview you again in your future life. Um, Thanks for listening to Boost Power Podcast. It's where you can plug in for great ideas, wonderful stories, uplifting energy, and fun, fun. So please subscribe on your favorite podcast app and tell all your fun friends to come get us in. This is your host, Thank you for listening to Boost Power Podcast and plugging in stories from the journey of life and business. Our music is by award-winning singer-songwriter Megan Burt, and we're produced at the Cinder Sound Studios in Colorado. We are part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, people committed to podcasts on purpose that are designed to uplift and inspire. Please subscribe to Boost on your favorite podcast platform and tell your friends to join us. Learn more, BetsyWiersma.com.